0: Another, another world. Another, world, another time. time.
1: In the age of wonder. You are listening to. Trial by Stone.
0: Trial by Stone! Deitya,
1: Dera Teya. Your vital essence, the dark crystal. Kira, Kira. Come, come, see for yourself. Goru, Goru, How very... uh,
0: interesting.
1: Teya! Teya!
0: I feel the song of Thra in my heart! Now go, you heroes of
1: Thra! Hello and welcome to Trial by Stone, the Dark Crystal Podcast. I'm your host, Phil
0: and i'm sydney
1: and welcome back to the first show of 2024 we're here yes
0: (laughs) yeah there's confetti happening over here you can't see it but there's confetti happening
1: yes definitely yeah yeah
0: (laughs) glitter fireworks Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) again thank you so much for tuning in i know that we had a bit of a break on the podcast as we do now and then um especially in december and a good first half of january uh as we you know are celebrating you know the end of the year and the holidays of course of christmas and new year's and all that kind of stuff so
0: my boss it's, Mickey Mouse is very busy during that time of the year, so
1: yeah, I yeah. was
0: in very high demand.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I was just uh, just happening to be visiting um, Bag End um, <laughs> during I'm during my Christmas, so and, jealous uh, New Year's holiday. Yeah, so um, no, so overall, um, yeah, that was a big part of yeah the show's little absence away was um, yeah I was on holidays. Um, uh, yeah, went to New Zealand, so we just did the North Island. Myself and my wife. And we went from Wellington up to a little bit past Auckland and then back to Auckland. So we had a bit of a road trip um, for the good couple of weeks. Um, Yeah, so no, which is really nice. And of course, yeah, went to Matter Matter of all places. um, The Hobbiton film set. So that was like such a big highlight for, yeah, for the holiday. And yeah, so many other things. Um, Oh, of course, the weather workshop as well um, Uh. in Wellington. So um yeah did one did the, the 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 tours um they offer they do um how was that that was actually pretty cool um so um it was just nice just going through like all the different rooms i mean it wasn't like a tour the tour that i did it, it was a pretty like sort of standard thing so it wasn't like oh you get to go inside the workshop i i think they do have like um specific tours that i think that you can go inside like the room the actual room so they make the swords and all that kind of stuff um mm-hmm. but there was one room that was probably the coolest and um because we couldn't take any pictures or a video or whatnot and it was just right. seeing like all the props and costumes um from from lord of the rings and um and i had some stuff from narnia and a couple other things as well but just actually seeing like the actual weapons like the hero props um, so cool. Like seeing like the um, like um, uh, Sting or the shards of Mansil and like all and just pretty much any anything you can you can think of from Lord of the Rings uh, with those movies um, they were all there. So um, so I don't want to. It's it's one see oh, I could I could name everything, but no, I, I won't because it's like it's it's nice to see once you go in it for the first time. Um, yeah and And was definitely
0: a bucket list for us as well yes Um, yeah yeah i think
1: if you do yeah it it was one of those things where i was originally like we were planning to just do both islands um the -hmm. north and the north and the uh, south island um but we only we decided to go with the north um it was mainly just because we just sort of felt like every place that we stayed at at the end of the time at the end of the day was like oh could have been there for a couple more days. <laughs> it's like when we are in Wellington, yeah. <laughs> it was like a couple more days there. And, um, especially like a couple of destinations, like, um, we're trying to think what we went to, like Lake Taupo, and that was like, we could have spent a whole couple wow. of days there or, um, yeah, just certain areas. It's like, yeah, we just loved it so much. So we're sort of glad we didn't do, try and do the two islands. I mean, I can understand if you're living so far away to try and tackle on both islands. Um, but even for the north island for two weeks was like felt like we could have had more time so um so definitely hoping to go back next time to do the south island because of course um a lot of this i think a lot of the locations were shot in the south island uh, the north island there was a couple of few, a few things um yeah like matter matter and uh quite a few things in wellington that you can go to to where they shot some certain scenes or shots, that sort of thing. But I know the South Island is that
0: where Hobbiton is. Well?
1: Yes, yeah, in the North Island. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Would the South
0: Island be more of like the Rohan and yes.
1: Gondor and the, yeah, like
0: the big sweeping, probably the mountain big sweeping. and plane yes. shots.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, um, quite a few things there up there as well. Um, and actually, because I actually had the uh the location guidebook um for both um for the hobbit and and lord of the rings so that sort of did help me a little bit trying to um try and find some of these things i remember there was like one time where we drove um i can't remember but there was like some like very rural road and we tried to get as far as we could and it's like oh no we're probably gonna be here forever <laughs> you're trying to um trying to and it was like this scene where um Uh, When you see uh, When Gandalf Leaves Frodo and Sam And and he goes off uh, With his horse Protect the ring And all that kind of stuff Like that scene Mm -hmm. I mean you couldn't go To the actual spot Because it's a private land But You sort of like drive along this road and sort of be like well this is sort of the area that they actually did shoot.
0: imagine Gandalf riding in the distance
1: yeah exactly yes so So, cool yeah so it's
0: funny we literally just went and watched um like over here in the states they Mm. I don't know if they ever do it for um anywhere else but they um every couple of years or so they will release um for like a week Mm. they'll play the extended editions of Lord of the Rings in theaters over here
1: yes Um, yes
0: so they'll do like fellowship on a monday night and um or on a tuesday and then like return of the king on a wednesday night and it's all like one showing each at night um and it's like five dollars to go and sit in the theater and just watch the extended edition of all the movies and um sadly i i was working the night of return of the king but we did manage to go to see fellowship and two towers <laughs> so after work we went to the movies and w- sat in the in the theater in the recliner seats and watched fellowship and uh, two towers um extended edition and my personal favorite of the trilogy is two towers so i wasn't like super mad about oh that. okay I, that's cool cool yeah i love two towers I, I, um
1: like i will say i think like out of, like i mean i love them all um but i think out of the extended edition scenes like i think two towers sort of wins i think um, it has a lot and, well um, actually and, and well really the big thing i remember remember at the time was the scenes with um boromir and um faramir and denethor yeah. those scenes mm-hmm. and it was so cool at the time because it was like it was oh a God, bit of a no. <gasps> yeah it was a bit of a sneak peek <laughs> getting to know a little bit about denethor like before you got to yeah. see return of the king um you get so much yeah. more
0: context about okay like this is going to be a gigantic i know like, Lord tangent, Rings, but, no, but yeah. my other favorite world and extended universe other than thra is middle earth um and like my husband and i are both like gigantic tolkien and lord of the rings fans um both the the books and the films um all of it and i say every time we re the extended editions like the character that gets the most cut and does the biggest disservice for the theatrical editions is definitely Boromir because in both fellowship and two towers so many of the scenes that were cut were all like expanding on context for Boromir and and Faramir um and showing all the ways that he was like a protector and friend to the hobbits and like to Merry and Pippin specifically and like There are so many lines um, that are just I think the context is so important and it makes Boromir's death, spoiler alert, Boromir dies, he's played by Sean Bean, so you should have figured that out. Yeah, Um, he only had 20 (laughs) years. um, (laughs) But it, it makes his death like so much more impactful from a cinematic standpoint when you have all that extra context because like in the theatrical versions like if we have seen the theatrical versions of fellowship you think Boromir's a dick and you're like not that sad when he dies
1: yes yeah but
0: like like it's sad but it's not anywhere near as heavy and he seems like way less of a dick in the the extended editions you're like oh you feel like bad for him and uh anyway Uh, so So, yeah, yeah in two towers you get even more context for that and you see like him and Faramir's relationship and uh, I also just I love anything um, Rohan like I, I'm obsessed with all of the Rohan scenes, the music, all of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love um, Eowyn, um, uh, Yeah. I love Aomer. Um, I think Wormtongue is one of like the nastiest villains in oh, all so of literature. Great. Yeah. Um yeah,
1: Brad. Uh, and,
0: yeah. Ah, and you know what's funny? What? <sighs> Another freaking sidetrack, but like right before, like, like the week before, yeah. I was binging the Chucky series. Oh yes, um, yeah, yeah. Because they finally added the later seasons onto Peacock, so I've been like yeah. catching up on the Chucky series and then we went and watched 2 Towers the next week and I'm like yeah. on a big Brad Dorf kick. Yeah. Ugh, oh, that man, he's so good. Yeah. Um, all that being said. So anyway, when you were at Weta, yes, did you yeah. see any of the dark crystal stuff?
1: Well, <laughs> uh, actually, I mean, they um in <laughs> Wellington, they they had a, a, a nice display of um of some from dark crystal. Um Because I remember they did mention that they did that Diorama video, I think it was like a year or so ago. So I know they mentioned a bit about that. Um, But that was really cool. I actually did try and ask them about Tavra,
0: (laughs) which, Mm. I mean, they didn't know.
1: But I think it was one of those things where it's like, maybe if I try and arrange, if I do go back to Wellington next time, maybe contact them in advance and and, and see if we can see see if Tavra's actually around or not did
0: they ever make one i like, don't know well that's a thing does I'm not she too exist sure. anywhere I,
1: I, is a i think this i think there's i think it might be a possibility but they couldn't like fully because i would just retail people whatnot so it's like they wouldn't know yeah, yeah. absolutely dead set if, if it actually 100 percent exists at all sort of thing um mm-hmm. so yeah so i think if i go back to um to whether i'd probably yeah like to try and investigate that a little bit more um for sure yeah. um so no no which is that's
0: controversy kind of,
1: yeah <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah i mean it, well while talking like an
0: espionage <laughs> mission
1: like finding yeah. tavra yeah, finding tavra <laughs> exactly yeah
0: unlocking the conspiracy of tavra
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, absolutely yeah so um but besides that that was fun and but actually talking about dark crystal collectibles of course and um originally i wasn't like um going to get any dark crystal collectible the, the statues and whatnot um because i was pretty but content then you saw them. I, I i was pretty content um but actually it wasn't till because i went to um where they also had a um a uh, exhibition uh, thing in uh, Auckland as well called Where to Unleashed okay. and what's Aww. different about so there are differences between so Where to Workshop in Wellington that's like that's their home base so you're going to mm-hmm. see a lot of really cool stuff and the Where to Unleashed is sort of like it's almost like a like a museum exhibition kind of thing but it so, sort of showcases like three uh, fictional films Um that they sort of worked on it was more just sort of like showcasing here's the process of how we make make swords or how we would make swords if we made this fictional movie sort of thing um so there's a couple of different genres that they uh showcase and like some really impressive stuff um but it's not like oh you could see more lord of the rings props and costumes there as well so it's sort of like it's a very different beast um but it's pretty cool um, but one of the things actually they had a their the store, the wetter cave, their retail store, and I looked at the dark crystal section of course, and they had a, quite a few things, which was pretty cool um but the one thing that i saw that I wasn't really expecting was actually seeing olgra um mm. and so i I saw Olgra and of course for for fans out there we know that she was a very limited edition i think they only did 360 pieces um uh of her um that you can you can get and whatnot um so and Augur has been one of these characters i've sort of been in my back of my mind it's like it's sort of almost like the final sort of dark crystal piece like if i got her i'm happy with what i have because of course i yeah. got a quite few of them um <laughs> and, and mainly focusing on like the heroes of Thra, like age of resistance right. that's sort of been my focus so you, you sort of got um what Rian deet breya harp Law and then augra
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so sort of augra was sort of like the last piece and i always remember like throughout the years that she was always one i'm just like oh, i kind of regretted not getting her when they first came out, and so seeing yeah. that and try and get a bit of a decent, I'm pretty like not a bad price. um Yeah, that I'm just like okay, I think I have don't to have to get, pay for shipping. Well, that that too, yeah. So shipping, I know, I know. That's a but big discount for you. It is, it is. I know, I know. It, it's probably days like sometimes where it's like it's probably it's getting to a point I'm like i'm it's probably cheaper for. Me to fly over to some countries to get some things now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably probably more to the U.S. Actually, more than anything. So it's like if there's anything I want to get from the U.S., it's like I'm probably be better off like making a holiday out of it. Go to the U.S. Yeah. buy the you thing <laughs> and take it with me buck. home, and and, and <laughs> yeah. be there for a good couple of weeks just on a holiday sort of thing. Just to coincide it all get everything lined up like a great conjunction um to to do that so what,
0: what do you mean why am i taking a trip to California honey I'm saving <laughs> yeah, money, money yes. <laughs> we have to uh, go to disneyland to save money on this statue i want to order
1: yes. <laughs> um but yeah so yeah so once I saw all gross like i I had to get I had to get it so um so now so i i'm got her home now and she's on the shelf and I know down the track I need to get a nice dark crystal display section, which
0: yeah,
1: probably one of those things I'm hoping to do later this year. Um, if I can get into getting things you know, done for the rest of the house, I mean, the house is all done, of course, but it's just like just a nice. little pieces at the moment. So it's just like entertainment right. and just some shelving space. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll yeah. get onto that this year and yeah, hopefully I can try and get a nice dark crystal display going on. Um, yeah. So now I need
0: a significantly bigger one myself now that I have the, uh, I have the
1: Gartham and, oh, boy, yes. that sucker yeah. Yeah. Because you large. did get the Gartham last year, didn't I you? I did. Yeah. Yes. Andrew
0: got it for me. Um, surprised me and I completely blown away that <laughs> that yes. that is in my house yeah it is enormous yeah
1: um I, I, I will fantastic say, yeah i will say like <laughs> out of like the bad the bad characters of dark crystal i think that the, the, the gartham is probably one that i would really want to get um it is really yeah. cool looking it, it was the, I, 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 I still, the light
0: up eyes it's, yeah
1: ugh. i still remember like seeing it at the great conjunction um back in um Wow, such a long time last Twenty twenty two. Not not yeah. this past November, no, but the no. one two Novembers ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It has certainly Wild. gone by. Um but yeah, I remember seeing that Gartham at that great conjunction. I was like, yeah, pretty amazing stuff. Um and uh, well that was a thing. I did see Skek Tech. He was actually at, at the wetter Cave in Auckland. So I know he he's there. I know he's around there. Um but, yeah, I think it was, like, the only Skeksis that was around. Um, so, like, out of, like, the rare collectibles sort of kind of thing. Um, but I think Olga was probably the one I'm like, yeah, you know. She's probably a lot a lot hard to find now. Probably still get on eBay or whatnot, but they're probably... For more. Fetch, <laughs> yeah, fetch a bit of money. Um, so yep.
0: um, chunky penny
1: yeah yeah so um that's pretty much my story about new zealand and, and i know a bit of a tangent of all the things that we had to talk about
0: we brought it back home
1: yeah about dark crystal, crystal weather is
0: definitely relevant
1: yeah absolutely yeah so uh so again yeah had a great time and yeah i definitely hope to go back uh see them again in the future for sure um so i guess we because we didn't do a show in december of course and um since last time we did a show quite a few things have sort of popped up um that's either dark crystal related or adjacent um dark crystal of course so i i think probably the big one we'll probably start off with is of course um from uh the frouts and um this was uh an exclusive from i think variety um this is in late november and um uh, the headline is Am- Amazon MGM Studios, Jim Henson Company to develop series based on Brian and Wendy Froud's Fairies.
0: Brackets, ah. brackets
1: exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I'll just read the bit of the article. I mean, it is a pretty shortish one, anyways. Um, but yeah, so uh, so pretty much the article, very short and sweet. Um, they just sort of state that Amazon MGM Studios and and the jim henson company are teaming to develop a series based on the work of brian and wendy froud brian and wendy will executive produce the project along with their son toby the jim henson company uh, will also executive produce um, currently titled fairy um, the series is described as a modern henson family adventure set in the magical world of brian and wendy froud's fairies um, and which actually comes with the the official series description states, when the fairies kidnap an unsuspecting father, his family must venture into the fairy realm realm to rescue him. Through their journey, they will discover their inner strength and unique potential, challenging the expectations that the human world has put upon them. At its core, fairy is a story of perseverance and the strength of a family's love. Filled with magic, adventure, and self-discovery at every age. Um, so exciting! It is, is. It is so
0: exciting.
1: Because, because um, um, as we know, um, with with Brian Froud, I know like uh, his books. Uh, the, I think the world of Froud. I think the uh, fairies um, was definitely one of his um, yeah, early works um, mm-hmm. that he did. I'm just trying to think if that was before Dark Crystal, I believe. I think it was. Oh, I know the world of Froud was. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it, it, it it's 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 really cool. Um, it's something we didn't I, I didn't see it coming at all. Um, so I think this is like really awesome, and I think it's nice to see um, uh, the Froud still you know working while well, now working on this project with the Jim Henson Company, which I I believe that they're working on another project as well, like another fantasy project. Um. Uh, who, who i'm just trying to think who was starring in it um was it norman reedus or i'm just
0: kinda... I, yeah that's that's what i remember yeah um, there being something about norman reedus being involved
1: yes um, and just
0: yeah. to to confirm a little bit um backing up a little bit but 1978 is when um fairies was published so it does predate um at yes. least dark crystals release i know that a lot of the a lot of the early early production. For dark crystal was going on during that time but technically um varies is that the book was released first
1: yes yeah yeah absolutely yeah because i think it was um uh it was definitely one of um free books that jim Hansen saw and that really like he decided what well, i need to make the call to to brian and i had this idea for this fantasy project that he's wanted to work on and Maybe team up. Yeah, um, it was definitely yeah. one
0: of the inspiring pieces. Yes. I also. Um, it's also worth noting, just to make our Lord of the Rings tangent seem like less of a tangent. Fairies was also in collaboration with Alan Lee, um, who, if you don't know, is one of the conceptual artists for the Lord of the Rings films and is like very, very famous Lord of the Rings artist. And um, so, there you go. That ties Dark Crystal and Lord of the Rings together even more. It, Six it, degrees of separation oh, between Lord yeah. of the Rings and Dark Crystal. Yeah, <laughs>
1: absolutely, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just actually just, uh seeing Oh yeah, so yeah, so I was just looking at the 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 timeline history um on darkcrystal.com. Um and yeah, like you said, yeah, it it was in 77 that the the well the land of Froud, Froud book is published and Jim requires a copy, but the main inspiration, yeah, of course, was um what when Jim Hansen uh, saw an image of Brian Frout's art that appeared um, on Once Upon a Time, um, a British um, illustrator's book. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Um, and I'm just trying to think. So so that's really cool. Like, um, it'll be interesting to see how things go with that. Um, and nice- Amazon
0: also produces really good content. I think that this is a really good fit. I hope that it lays a foundation Um, for a relationship between Amazon and Jim Henson potentially I don't know panning out in other ways in the future I'm not gonna say that this means that we're gonna get a season two but it can't hurt our chances anymore to develop a relationship between Henson and Amazon right like that's can only be good things
1: i i definitely think so and i think like, as we've sort of talked about in the podcast i think we've sort of always been campaigners or if uh, if a, if a season two or follow-up ended on a different platform service i think it's always been either amazon or um or for me my personal thing has always been apple apple tv yeah. plus yes um
0: and we know frago rock is going really really well
1: well yes yeah um, and, and actually the new season kidding. comes yeah i think in all manner of
0: accolades yes
1: yeah so i think um it'll be interesting yeah seeing how it works uh, of course i think jim henson company they have worked um i know with mgm um especially in the past i think they did the right. the film that was shot in australia actually i think it was called the portable door um mm. So it's, it's always cool. Like Hanson company, they're always working for being working on different for the, for their shows to go on different streaming, different platforms. So they're not always exclusively just to, on the one, one place. Um, yeah.
0: It's also cool to see all three frauds working together um, on a TV project again.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Like the,
0: the, that sort of role that, or the, the dynamic that they had uh, working together on Age of Resistance um with toby of course has grown up to become a very just accomplished and skilled artist and creator in his own right with his own style that is evocative of his parents style but is still also distinctly his but to see him working with his parents but now to see him working with them on something that predates the dark crystal on one of the projects that inspired the artwork um, for the dark crystal and and inspired Jim Henson to want to work with um, Brian and uh, and also predates his parents' relationship. Like this is something Brian worked on before he met Wendy. Yes. So yeah. to see them all come together as a family to work on you know reintroducing. Um, this world to a new generation is super super cool to me yeah like i think it's very exciting
1: definitely yeah so um yeah i'll be interested to see get more details about that show um through the time i mean there's no release date or anything it's just it's just um in in development stage at the moment um so yeah we'll definitely hear a few things within the next you know year or so and um yeah so no which is great so um awesome definitely yeah And so, you know, speaking of, you know, of course, Dark Crystal, I mean, this is what the podcast is all about. Um, The big thing that actually happened recently is, uh, for the first time ever with Netflix, um, of course, um, they never really revealed how many hours uh, a show gets watched. Um, It's always sort of been a very uh, exclusive, not, not exclusive, but it's only sort of like only... In, in, internally they know the numbers but they never reveal them publicly and um and now i'm not not too sure why but i, I know it's the something that they've been just starting to do very recently um that they've now decided to start to publicly release the, like the viewing total hours um for all the shows and movies that appear on the platform um so they've actually started that so i think at the uh, in december um, they decided to reveal the numbers between january to june 2023 um so which 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 is really cool uh, it's nice that it's sort of like at least <laughs> opening up now because um, it has always been one of those things like oh we would love to know what the numbers were back in the year when the show first came out and um all that kind of stuff so um which is really cool um yeah well it wasn't cool that we never got the numbers but it's cool now that they're actually doing that it now we can. and um and that they do plan to you know re- you know give the numbers at least twice a year so i am i do anticipate that we'll probably get the numbers from july to december 2023 hopefully in the next few months um uh i do remember i think there was like a, a a press earnings call or something like that and someone did ask mm-hmm. about like oh why why are you reporting this in december this is like based on numbers from six months ago so i <laughs> they got a little bit of flack for um taking a little bit longer uh so it's like oh well, hopefully they might um try and get the numbers a bit sooner ish yeah. um but yeah, I mean, what was interesting, of course, was the, um, the number of hours that uh, Age of Resistance got, which was mm-hmm. um, <clears> 3.1 uh, million hours that was watched. Uh, between... And that was
0: in this past year,
1: right? And that was uh, last year in a period of six yeah. months. Um... And that's
0: like, who knows what it was when the show actually came out.
1: Well, yeah, that's a thing. We we don't know how, how much it was like in the, fir- the say the first year of the show, or, like from yeah. from the show's launch to its cancellation. Um, yeah. that would be one of these interesting things. Is like, did it did it for example, did it reach more than if you're looking at these numbers based on this? I'm like, well, did it reach you know more than fifty million or or less mm-hmm. or more or that sort of thing? So and
0: across how many accounts, like how many Netflix accounts? Well, that too,
1: yeah, yeah, because I'm because of course this was back in the days where you had multiple accounts on a one uh, subscription thing. And of course, they've changed it recently, so um, right, course, but yeah, that would still yeah.
0: provide a little bit more data. I think so because, too. Yeah, yeah, you know, easily a million hours are just from us. So
1: yeah, I know, <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, it, I mean, the the statistic side of me, it's like I would love to know, like how many of those numbers, how many was on the first episode, and then right. what was the percentage drop between going from episodes 2 to 10 sort of thing. So as we yeah. know in TV, the most TV shows, like a pilot episode, the first episode always rates really, can rate really well if it is successful, but then it'll drop down by episode 2 and 3 and Yeah. Sometimes it could be consistent, sometimes it might drop a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So it's always one of those things. But I mean, if you like... At the moment, the only thing I could compare it to with 3.1 million is pretty much if 310,000 people watched the entire season from episodes 1 to 10. Um, so, yeah, no, which That's is cool. cool. And, and I mean, and what? not only that, um, but in the ranking, uh, of course, they had a spreadsheet that came with this uh, in, uh, the, the engagement report. And mm-hmm. um, and it was a list of up to, I think, 18,000, over 18,000 titles. And that's like Netflix shows, Netflix movies, but also other TV shows and movies as well. Um, anything that got, I think, the minimum fifty 50,000 hours or more. Um, and actually, I think the one thing I was sort of a little bit surprised, actually, was that it, the ranking um, was... I think was at four thousand seven hundred seventy out of eighteen thousand, and you think, okay, that that's a that's doesn't sound good. It's only it's only place forty seven hundred place or whatever, but for a show that came out in twenty nineteen,
0: yeah, that's and, four years later, right?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, exactly, yeah. Then it's still in the top. It was pretty much positioned around the twenty six percent of the overall out of a hundred percent um yeah so which is like pretty which i think is actually pretty good so i i I think the big thing i'm really curious now is just seeing how it goes in the next engagement reports if it actually goes up a bit or if it goes down drastically um that's sort of going to be really interesting to know um uh yeah and because I mean, the the thing I like about it, at least they've shown the numbers. Because at least it's like it actually provides like public statistics. I guess should we get another season of the show? And I mean, it'd be kind of crazy if like interesting if the numbers actually do increase right. from from July to December, twenty twenty three. It's like all right, more people are watching. You know, the, the hours are sort of going up, 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 sort of thing, or sort of thing. Also,
0: if we ever do another uh thing, sort of like when we did Thrawathon. Yes. where we do sort of like a call to action for all the fans to just all binge the series again, yeah. we can actually see that data of, if that makes it, you know, how much of a difference that makes.
1: Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And,
0: and see the fruits of our, of our labor. <laughs> Cause it's, you know, a lot of hard work to rewatch this show. Oh yeah, that definitely. Yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. not.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, that's something that we might have to, um, we might have to look into that Um I don't know if we'd do another throwathon, but something sort of similar. Because, um, of course, uh, this year, um, in August will be the five five years, five year anniversary yeah. of Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. So I kinda feel like we we probably need to do something kinda neat. Uh yeah. around that time for sure. So um of course I'm just, you know, popping ideas on the spot with you, of course, but yeah. <laughs> but I def- it's it's definitely been on my mind, that's for sure. So switch um, which is which is really cool, um, and yeah, again for my for myself, I'm just really curious what the numbers are going to be from the next reportings from July to December, and then I'm sure for this year as well. Um, yeah, for me is like I'm um, I'm really be interested to see how it goes next.
0: And now we can keep Netflix honest.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: When they say, "Oh, it didn't do well enough," I'm like. Mm-hmm let's I
1: check
0: know. up on that. yeah <laughs> <laughs> didn't it though <laughs> yeah uh
1: that's crazy yeah um all righty so we, we got those two of course um with fairies to netflix hours and um the next thing of course um which only happened about uh a, a couple of weeks ago actually um i don't know if you wanted to 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 read this part i probably should pass this on to you about uh something i mean the the
0: latest yeah the the um the latest sort of news as of today um is that the shout studios which if if you are unfamiliar with shout studios they do a lot of really cool um releases of like cult classics and films that you know, possibly haven't gotten enough love in terms of physical media release, and they do um, just just some really cool, some really cool stuff. Um, they got exclusive rights to distribute several Jim Henson titles, including, of course, The Dark Crystal, um, as well as uh, Labyrinth and a couple other ones. And um, it, it's it's exciting because that means we can expect some new physical releases. Um, of dark crystal and and labyrinth and what could that entail i wonder like I, well, what else does that i know mean?
1: well that, well that's the thing it's like this is probably the I, I know i think when this article first came out i think there were some people that actually got confused about whether they actually have 100 percent ownership of labyrinth and dark crystal yeah. but it is just it's that they got the distribution, distribution right. yes yeah yeah so i mean which is which which is interesting because um of course the distribution for the film um i don't know if it's in the u.s i know i know internationally it's always been sony pictures um but i, can't, I don't know if it's always been universal studios like I, I know for the for the original theatrical release it's always been universal um, but I don't know for theatrical uh, for distribution on video in the US if it's always been um, Universal as well, or, for, or if it has been um, uh, Sony um, Pictures. Um, which yeah, I always found it really con- I always found it a bit weird. I'm like, why is Sony t- the distribution for um, Dark Crystal? If it's a Universal thing, I'm not too sure how how that worked. Um, but you know. Never mind, but um, but yes, it is just the the, exclu- the exclusive worldwide rights, um to to these titles. Um, so I mean, that's the thing. It's actually they have not only domestic for US but also internationally, um, which I think is a that's a pretty rare. Um, I would think it'd be a bit rare, I guess, to get, have worldwide rights, um because there's always different agreements and stuff. And I mean, I don't know everything about how distribution works, but um, so it, it's, it's a pretty cool thing that shout studios have uh, taken on. Um, this I, uh,
0: this deadline article, I think does a pretty good job of um, illustrating a little more clearly, like kind of what it means um, in the, because uh, just to take a little quote from it here, it says, under the pact, which went into effect on January 1st, Shout holds rights to the titles in the arenas of streaming, video on demand, broadcast, digital download, and all packaged media, as well as limited non-theatrical rights. In addition to Henson's affirmation to cut cult hits, the partnership provides Shout Studios with the same global rights to behind-the-scenes specials inside the Labyrinth and the World of the Dark Crystal. So... Basically, if they are going to do like another, say they do an anniversary or special edition um, release, mm. like a Blu-ray release yeah. of Dark Crystal, they can include those behind the scenes featurettes um, yes, on yeah. them and maybe remaster them or... Yeah, yeah. You know, something to that effect.
1: Definitely, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: it says that Shout Studios is planning an extensive rollout of the films and associated content, beginning with the digital release of Labyrinth and The Dark Crystal across all major digital entertainment platforms on February 6th.
1: And and that's the thing. It's actually not too long till, yeah, we get um, the, you know a new digital release of Labyrinth and The Dark Crystal. And actually, even for me, when I was checking... On the um, on my the TV app, uh, on Apple, of course, and even just searching up for Dark Crystal, um, it's actually no longer like available. Like, it, it actually doesn't show up now, um, right. and that's because they've actually taken taken it off. Um, of course, for anyone that has bought the Dark Crystal or Labyrinth previously, like you still you still own it. It, it hasn't gone away. Um, right. Which which is good um so that's but it's kind of cool that yeah the the next release is, is going to be yeah distributed um yeah exclusively through um shout studios so it'll be interesting to see um what that's going to be like um whether there'll be something new whether the next, I mean I, I I for me it's like I don't think they're going to add anything new it's probably just going to use the the same master files from the 4k release um just a quick kind of transfer so i'm not expecting like here's a new remaster of the of these films again because of course they did work on them well jim henson company they worked on that uh several years ago for the 4k releases for dark crystal labyrinth so i'm not expecting all they're gonna do yet and a new re-release or new remaster of those films but I think it definitely gives Shout Studios potential to be able to to, to do that, um, should they want to, like for like you said, for an anniversary, maybe the 45th anniversary, um, something they could potentially look into, because um, I know there's actually a few video issues with the Dark Crystal especially that um, I would love for them to get fixed Um but I think that's a story for another time. Um, (laughs) that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, so no, which is really cool. Um, so it gives them, yeah, uh, yeah, like you said, in arenas of streaming video on demand broadcast, um, digital download. So yeah, quite, um, packaged media. Um, so yeah, it'll definitely be interesting to see how it goes going through this digital release. Then I, I would imagine they'll follow it through with a physical release. Um, which I think they'll probably want to bring it out a lot sooner rather than later. So, whether we might actually see that happening towards the end of the year, um, who and knows? Yeah.
0: Maybe one day it could also open the door for, um, you know, if they get the rights to distribute Age of Resistance. Um, and that could potentially be our venue for. Finally, having a physical media for Age of Resistance. Um, yeah, it's not something that's been officially—I uh, don't believe officially announced anywhere because we'd all no. be losing our minds. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as of right now, but there is certainly the potential for it.
1: Yeah, and, definitely. Yeah.
0: Um, and and that's cool to yeah. know that there's that there's other venues out there who might be interested in having me to do that, and it's not going to just depends solely on netflix doing it yeah um, necessarily yeah. and you know a lot of people are like does this mean season two obviously anytime there's any sort of news <laughs> relating to the dark crystal it's, Day, all, I know. It's always... somebody breathes yeah, I know. near elstree studios is that gonna be a season, season two or of season age two. resistance I know. Yeah. um but more than like um but it is what it is um, opening a little door for is, so, you know, yeah. maybe a- they'll have the the potential to distribute the first season in a way that we can have it not just on Netflix.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's a good potential stepping stone. Um, and I do think like because I, I think Shout Studios have done distribution deals, um, with the Jim Henson Company, I believe. I think we've um, I think Farscape and a couple of other shows as mm-hmm. well. Um, so this is yeah, sort of Farscape like...
0: Farscape and, uh, Storyteller.
1: Yes. Oh. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, but yeah, I like that it mentions that it's, like, part of a new multi-year distribution alliance. So this is something that this is probably going to be part of their deal with the Hansa company for, well, at least for several years, um, which is cool. And, and I do think that maybe this is, um... Getting the distribution rights, maybe that—that that is, a, you know, a potential down the track that so they can get their hands on um, age resistance, um, which I mean, we we have no idea. Well, that's the thing because I really thought that the um, the rights to age resistance would 100% gone back to the Jim Henson Company by now. Um, as we know, I think um, I was trying to think of that show. Like from when shows get cancelled, um, usually it's like a couple of years later. It just reverts mm-hmm. back to the production company um, and whatnot, unless it was a different deal when it came to Age of Resistance. Uh, yeah. But I do hope that yeah, this would be a good stepping stone. That should they have the ability to be able to eventually do release um, season one of um, Dark Crystal Age of Resistance, um, that would be that would be really that would be really great. Um, I think they definitely because. Um, I mean, and, and also like i'm just trying to think with dark crystal i mean that was like one of the big reason big things that the franchise or the dark crystal has actually continued on the way that it has is because of the video releases um f- through uh, vhs and um yep. uh, beta i nearly forgotten the, the the other platform uh Betamax hmm yes of course yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And,
0: and um laser discs laser discs dvds, DVDs yeah blu-rays
1: um, and yep. now 4k um so i think this is really this is really a great step i think for shout studios and again yeah it'll just be interesting to see um what happens yeah seeing the the new re-release um of the film in february 6th um so no it's, it's gonna be really cool so it's a, definitely watch this space. Um and hopefully, yeah, like as we all hope if it means for more things uh beyond what they've um announced. <laughs> so I think that's um probably wraps up everything, I think Dark Crystal. Um and for the show because like, yeah, we had quite a few things that we wanted to talk about. Um and as always, it's always it's always great chat having you on, Cindy, and you know, we were chatting Dark Crystal and um it's lord of the rings and lord of the rings too (laughs) a little bit of side um side tangent there but um but no it's all great and um um and actually i mean the one thing i know last year for dark crystal was i mean it was somewhat quiet i mean we did had i think probably the biggest thing was the uh the dark crystal odyssey of course that was probably the big highlight um for the french for dark crystal uh, for 2023 and i know they're actually still planning to do um some worldwide events um which is really cool so i'd be interesting to see how that goes and um but yeah I, like i just thought within especially with the announcement of the shout studio thing it's like oh that was a nice sort of start to the year for uh, dark crystals so it's like always gives us a little bit of glimmer of hope uh, <laughs> uh for but there's dark always crystals. hope yeah, there's definitely. always hope. Yes, and Indeed, that is
0: definitely another Lord of the Rings quote. Yeah, <laughs> that applies to Dark Crystal. <laughs> yes. Um, I also wanted to make one more shout out. This popped up in the um, in the group recently, and I just remembered that um, the, there's another podcast out there that I think is worth um, shouting out right now. Um, the the Womanica podcast. They basically, um, each episode sort of features um, prominent women in history. Um, and last week they uh, did a feature on Wendy Froud, and um, we all know that she's sort of like a one of our patron saints of Thraw. So we, we should um, definitely really cool that that they did a feature on her, um, because it seems like you know this podcast is all about you know featuring important and and prominent um, women in in history who are you know culturally important and. For them to do a whole a whole episode about Wendy Froud is pretty cool, it, and it was um, yeah. And,
1: and actually, definitely want
0: to give that a listen.
1: Yeah, and actually, you say that because I when I heard about it, I actually um listened to it uh, yesterday's as well uh, when I nice. saw that popping up on, on. I'm just trying to think. I think it wasn't the crystal shard that um someone made a post about mm-hmm. that. Uh, Gwen. Yeah. Um. So yep. that was really cool. So really, thank you, Gwen, for um letting us know about yeah about that little uh, episode for, um on wendy froud um yeah so that was re- it was a really great lesson so definitely check that out and um what I'll, I'll try and put that on the show notes as well so if you wanted to listen to um that episode of the podcast and um, it'll be easy
0: to find as well in the um in yeah. the facebook group if you're in the crystal shard um facebook group you'll be able to find uh, a couple of people have linked it yes and it's, yeah. um yeah it's just cool it's cool to see um wendy being recognized and to see other podcasts out there talking about some of the the people that mean a lot to us
1: too so definitely yeah yeah so just
0: a little shout out there
1: yeah no it's and it's a great it's a great shout out and probably a great way to end end the show on that note um so again yeah again thank you so much for uh tuning into our podcast and uh yeah, it's. I think this year is going to be a really interesting year to see how things go with the Dark Crystal franchise and whether things are in the behind the scenes in the Jim Henson Company or, or not. And we'll just have to see how the year goes. And um, yeah, it'll be be, be interesting times. So that's for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and if anyone is wondering, not that you asked, I am currently wearing the Black Phoenix Alchemy Lab uh, Skekzok the Ritual Master fragrance oil, and um, highly recommend if uh, you didn't listen to our episode where we talked about that is that one out is that one out did we yeah, release I think that
1: i think i did bring that out out um okay in cool. november uh, <laughs> I, I know i'm just trying to remember about that i was just uh if i go on dark on our website at darkcrystalpodcast.com um and i'll look at the uh the november um episode i think i did release in november I always like to double check things just in case but i'm very very certain <laughs>
0: everyone's like what are you talking about
1: <laughs> yeah no no we definitely did it no- november the 19th um so it should be on the podcast okay, cool. but yeah yeah dark crystal nice. perfumes and odyssey world tour um yeah yep, of course i still Black I've, I've yeah.
0: wear either me or my husband um are are wearing them and we enjoy them very much they smell awesome um I don't know if you've gotten yours yet, Phil, but
1: no, no, um, I haven't. No, no. I hope, I hope so. I'm
0: sure it'll take a while. I know, I know that they, shipping
1: um, is. It's
0: we worked it out, but I know things take a thousand years to get to your side of the oh, world. Oh, definitely,
1: so yeah. yeah. One day
0: you'll get to enjoy their glory, but <laughs>
1: exactly. Anyway, currently,
0: <laughs> I currently, I smell like Skekzok. Cool. <laughs> if anyone was wondering.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Yeah, I, know, I can't wait to try my hands on them when when they come in. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think. Again, yeah, thank you so much. And um, yeah, stay tuned for more Trial by Stone. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com. You can also like us on Facebook, follow on Twitter and Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, visit our website at www.darkcrystalpodcast.com. Thank you so much and stay tuned for the next episode of Trial by Stone.